Hi, welcome to another episode of Shades of Us, the review I am remarked. Today, I'm going to review a movie that fits right into the times across the world. It discusses police corruption, apathy, and brutality towards black people and neighborhoods. I'm talking about the movie Black and Blue. I saw a cop's emergency writing this morning. I'm not get back to the precinct with that camera. I got this. She was a strong woman. You have no idea. Black and Blue. Read it all. So let's start with some facts about the film. Black and Blue is a 2019 American action thriller film. It was directed by Dion Taylor, produced by Sean Sorensen, written by Peter A. Dowling, and stars Naomi Harris as Alicia, Tyrese Gibson as Mouse, Frank Grillo as Terry Malone, Mike Coulter as Darius, Reed Scott as Kevin, Bonap as Smitty, um, Nafisa Williams as Missy, James Moses Black as Brown, um, Carson Taylor as Jamal, Lucky Johnson as Ox, um, Daniel Tyler as Captain Hackett, Michael Papajohn as the Sergeant Leader, Nelson Bonilla as Doyle, Frankie Smith as Tez, and Oscar Gill as the gas station owner. The music was by Geoff Zanelli. The cinematography was done by Dante Spinotti and it was edited by Peck Pryor. The production companies include Screen Gems, Royal Viking Entertainment and Hidden Empire Film Group. It was distributed by Sony Pictures and the release date was September 21, 2019 uh, by Urban World and October 25, 2019 in the United States. It is an English movie whose budget was $12 million and in the box office it grossed $22.7 million. So let's talk about some of the critical response to the film. On review aggregation website Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of 51% and an average rating of 5.4 over 10 based on 92 reviews. Interesting that they have that low a score for this film. The critics on the site read that Black and Blue is elevated by Naomi Harris's central performance, even if the end result suffers from a simplistic treatment of topical themes. Whew. I agree that, that Naomi Harris's performance was amazing in the film, but I'll get to that in a bit. I think, in a way, I kind of agree with the fact that it says it's a simplistic treatment of topical issues, but then, like I said, I'll get to it in a bit again. On Metacritic, the film had a score of 54 out of 100 based on 23 critics, and then audiences polled by CinemaScore gave the film an A- minus on an A- plus to F scale. So while those on post-track gave it an overall positive score of 80%, including an average 4 out of 5 stars. So these were probably more about users. I think users and critics always have a different different view of movies, um, songs, art in general. Candice Frederick of The Rap wrote that um, Black and Blue is chock full of heart-pounding car chases and suspenseful moments that are certain to entertain mainstream audiences. But the film falters when it attempts beyond the title to reflect a necessary and under-discussed conversation about societal issues. Oof, I'll get to that in a bit. The film was nominated for two awards, one of which was the uh, NAACP Image Awards, and uh, 
it was Naomi Harris that was nominated for that for Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture, and it was also nominated in uh, Reframed Stram, uh, and it won that award actually for Top 100 Grossing Narrative and Animated Feature. So that was a good thing for the film. So let's move to some trivia about the film. Major League Baseball player Mitch Morland of the Boston Red Sox has an uncredited role as a New Orleans police officer storming the apartment complex. Interesting. I am surprised that he was uncredited. It could have been something he wanted or maybe something he felt was the best option. Or I, I don't know why he wasn't credited, but yeah. So he has that there. Uh, the movie has a cast familiar with the superhero universe. Mike Coulter and Frank Grillo are both stars in the MCU as Luke Cage and Brock Romlow. Um, and then James Moss Black walked on logan and nafisa williams stars as thunder on black lightning so yes there's been a couple of casts in superhero but i don't see why it's such a big thing to mention but you know it's trivia so that's what it is now let's talk about some goofs mm. okay i have just one so let me not make it like look like there were so many uh when marlon shoots darius okay i i didn't put this think out in the introduction that there will be spoilers and i apologize for that if you've gotten to this point and then you're finding out there are spoilers there are usually spoilers in these reviews but i usually try to keep them to the barest minimum so to talk about this goof and uh, when marlon shoots darius darius falls over and closes his eyes before dying then marlon then leans over to make sure that he's dead and darius's eyes are open again so it was a fault and continuity they didn't ensure that he got that right but it's, it's just one there are other goofs but this was the one that i i like the most because these things happen i make films and sometimes you completely forget even if you have a really big team uh, monitoring everything just like what happened with game of thrones where we saw starbucks cups in the shot and it's one of those things that happens with, with films yeah so now what is the storyline about this film I saw cops murdered somebody this morning. I cannot get back to the precinct with that girl. I got this. She was a strong woman. You have no idea. Black and Blue. Rated R. Black and Blue is an action thriller about a rookie cop who is played by Naomi Harris, who inadvertently captures the murder of a young drug dealer on her body cam. After realizing that the murder was committed by corrupt cops, she teams up with the one person from her community who is willing to help her. And this person is Tyrese Gibson, who you would find out was scared AF of the cops, yeah? And he wanted nothing to do with them, but he was willing to help her as she tried to escape both the criminals out of revenge and the police who were desperate to destroy the incriminating footage. Now, my favorite scenes. Of course, I have to talk about the cast. Naomi Harris. Oh, she brought so much fire to the role. It was an action-packed uh, film, so look at her pushing her body to limit and all of that the, the chases the car chases the foot chases and all of that and she gave so much power to the role it was beautiful to watch tyrese had this brooding essence about him that i really really liked it was it made so much sense in fact i think the selection of the cast everyone brought their really good game 
to the film. So I loved how they translated the role. The cinematography was amazing. It was beautiful to look at. Uh, there were shots that were just fantastic. A particular shot that comes to my mind right now is Naomi Harris being propelled to the ground by the force of the gun that was pushing her down. What the hell are you doing here, rookie? Whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't what it looks like. That was a nice shot to capture. There were other shots that were captured that were fantastic. I loved how it was arranged. I love how, you know, some things were done where you, 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 it just pulled you in. The score again, whew, I remember feeling like my heart was literally in the palm of my hands because of how tense it was. And the score was amazing that it kept pulling you in and pulling you in until you felt you were such a part of the story that you could just bust at any time. And the story itself makes a lot of sense. I love that it was talking about something that was topical, police corruption, police brutality, uh, police apathy in black neighborhoods. And all of it, and it's not just in the United States, there are other places across the world where these things happen. And even in Africa, where we are all black people, we have this same police brutality, corruption in the police, apathy from the police, unless you're rich. And, you know, things like that, they, they become instruments in the hands of either the government or whomever is paying them at any point in time. So this movie was a story that needed to be told. I loved the flow of the story, the understanding of how systemic racism works. Um, so the story in itself was good. The translation was good. There were some goofs I will talk about, but then, yeah, these were, these, these were good. The makeup, ooh, I, I can't, it's been a long time since I talked about makeup, but then the blood on her body, the makeup on her body and on the costume and all of it, it was so well done. You could see the gradual increase in the blood splatter around her body. And it, it was it was well done. In, in my view, it was so, so well done. The stunts. Oh my God. I just have to talk about that. There were times when it was just really so beautifully done. And I understand right now why people talk about needing to have a stunt category in the Oscars or in, in all award categories because it is so much work that goes in to make the actors look really good. And so the stunts were amazing. And of course, I love the fact that the location was as as real as you can imagine a black neighborhood to be. The poverty was almost tangible. It was unclean, the graffiti on the walls, all of it. It was just something that was heavy to look at. And it was so tangible i don't know what else uh how else to describe it but then other things that i really liked oh when alicia walked into darius's stronghold they were calling her out throwing words it was like cussing her out it was like the shame moment as she walked in people were throwing things at her and then everyone wanted to hurt her but they kind of held themselves back because they knew not to kill her like that they knew that Darius would have wanted to do it himself and then the bravery with which she walked into that scene oh I was like girl she brought that role she brought that role for me the next role that really makes sense for me is when uh, she was running through the neighborhoods with the hope that someone will help her and then it showed something about the snitch culture. Help! I think shot. And you gonna bring that to my door? First and foremost, the first guy she goes to, she knocks on his door and he 
quickly closes off um what do you call it the doors because he doesn't want any smoke with the police and then she gets someone who she's working with that she you know has snitched on the cops and they're trying to come and get her and it's like oh there's so many ripple effects of police brutality so the guy the first guy who she goes to who doesn't want to help her is afraid of the police which is on you it's weird because she was the police he, he didn't want to have anything to do with it he was like nope this is not my business get the hell out of my space right and then you know there was also the fact that nobody wanted to snitch except the cops themselves who were snitching it was powerful and then um the firepower that was brought in to capture um, um now naomi harris's character when uh, in the past they the police wouldn't even come to your neighborhood if you're being robbed if you're being killed if anything was anything bad was happening but because they needed to remove the blue from the black neighborhood woo, they came with so much firepower i was like goodness gracious this is so amazing i mean it's the stark explanation of uh what do you call it systemic racism that the police wouldn't be there when people need them but if they feel another police is threatened and just something that was said actually in the beginning of the film that the police never ever go to these neighborhoods unless they feel another police officer is threatened oof i love that i love that completely um so one thing i didn't like at all was where her friend uh, was insisting on her being bad even when everything seemed to have pointed otherwise and it showed a jealousy from her having left the neighborhood her having left the fold having left the poverty the problems that are associated with black neighborhoods and all of that and as much as the, the, it was well done yeah but if for me it was like ugh. So I don't, it's not that I don't like it because it wasn't a well done scene. I don't like it because of the, the part of the story itself. For me, it was like, oh, why wouldn't you just listen? You know, so um, I really loved, I really loved the movie. And Black and Blue for me is important because we continue to see issues of racism in the handling of black people and neighborhoods in America. Now, Breonna Taylor's murderers are still at large. Nobody's going to charge them. Nobody wants to charge them for killing killing her for going into her house and killing her the families of of sandra bland trevor martin george floyd and a host of other african americans who have been murdered have still not found justice think about flint the neighborhood in michigan which is still without clean drinking water it is so bad because this thing that was acted the poverty the way black neighborhoods suffer was so clearly communicated in this film so showing this for me was it was something i was happy to see now there are a myriad of problems that um occur with police relations in america but like the film showed these problems are multiplied when you are a black officer especially when you are a black female officer do you choose the issues that affect you as a black person or as as a woman or as a black woman or as a black police woman the, the movie showed that only alicia had to deal with all of those variables right so first she's a woman then she's a black woman then she's a police officer then she's a black police officer so i love the fact that the name black and blue really does tell the story it is a constant battle between her person as a black person as a black woman and her person as a cop 
right? So navigating all of these variables while trying to maintain her integrity must have been really tiring. I wish the end was realistic. In the America we have come to see, the opposite is usually the case. Black people don't get the chance to redeem themselves. They are killed and that is that. I love the story and the hope it gave, but I want to see an America where the systemic racism that allows these kinds of situations do not exist. And not just America, deep Southern America, other countries where racism is predominant and even here in Africa where we have police officers grossly grossly disrespecting people treating them poorly are brutal and horrible I will however say it is a good film I don't care what the critics are saying for me it was a really good film I'll rate it a 7 over 10 it was a good watch and I enjoyed the movie the third act was especially powerful and I will definitely recommend it but that is my opinion. What do you think about Black and Blue? Do you like the film? What are your favorite and least favorite parts of the film? Share your views in the comment section and remember you can select the movie that you like for us to review and I will definitely get on it for you. That's about it on the show. Please listen to the end of this podcast to find out ways to contact us and don't forget to tune in every Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 1 p.m. on our platforms. It's hugs and kisses from Amat. Bye. That's a wrap on today's podcast. Like us on Facebook and LinkedIn at Shades of Us, or you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shades of Us Media. Tell us any song, album, movie, or series you think will make for a great review by sending an email to shadesofusafrica at gmail.com or a WhatsApp message to plus 234-905-912-7552. Thanks for listening. Bye.